The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good. Hey everyone, welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. We talk culture, social media, trends, and all the stuff that drives your digital kids. Some things you may know about, but fair warning, most you don't. Let's jump into your kid's secret life. I'm your host on this crazy journey, Lisa Good. Let's start with something funny. Why did the computer show up late for work? Because it had a hard drive. (laughs) I know, corny, right? All right, let's jump in. One of the world's most famous influencers and Instagram stars had a photo flop last week. I'm talking about Khloe Kardashian. Apparently, someone took a photo of her by the pool and posted it online without her permission. Gasp! The stuffing hit the fan because Khloe wasn't able to Photoshop and filter her photo. Oh, the drama! Now, she threatened legal action to anyone, anyone who reposted and showed the picture on her social media channels. Now, if you're thinking, are you serious? Or, this sounds incredibly childish. Well, yes and yes. Chloe said that the picture isn't quote-unquote on brand and it doesn't present a quote-unquote coherent image of her. Well... If you mean it doesn't present a much tanner, smoothed, and filtered image, then yeah, she's probably right. Now, she looked really amazing in the photo, by the way. There was nothing wrong with the photo that was posted. It just didn't look like all the rest of the photos she's ever posted. Well, what did she do? She then took to Instagram to do a very wordy, hey, I've been made to feel like the ugly sister all my life you know, the ugly duck syndrome, and I've been viciously picked apart by the American media and America my entire life, and I'm really self-conscious about how I look. Uh, Okay. Now, look, I'm not hating on Chloe, and I certainly don't expect reality TV stars to, like, live in the real world. I've got a friend who produces TV shows. I know all of those shows are scripted. And Let's face it, we all have photos of ourselves that we're not crazy about. But for someone who's made 50 plus million and built an entire career off the back of the same beauty standards that she's now saying make her feel like a victim, well, it seems disingenuous and quite fake. Why does this matter to you? Well, if you have kids, especially girls, there's a really good chance that they're following her or they at least know about her or another member of her family. What young girls today, um, compliments of the Kardashians, including Chloe, see is this impossible standard of beauty, including how a girl's body should look, the clothes that they should wear, and the products they should be using. 
I don't know if you realize, but the Kardashians do push a lot of diet-related products on their Instagram channels, if you've not seen them. Now, this photo flop would be an excellent time to have a conversation with your kids about what's really real and what's fake. You may want to dive into the real reason Chloe wants her unedited photo scrubbed for the internet because it doesn't fit the narrative that she's created and built her career on. It shows everyone that, honestly, she's a fake. And that's okay. Now, this conversation may help your young girls who are already insecure about what they look like realize that everything they see isn't real and it's okay not to be perfect all the time. They don't need to airbrush and filter every single picture they put out. You can help your kids see behind the curtain of today's influencer craze, and it'll actually help them build better self-confidence. Uh, they'll be wiser when they look at posts online, and it'll help keep the FOMO from attacking. All right, that was a lot. So let's move on to something else. If you haven't seen the news lately, you may not know that 533 million Facebook users' phone numbers and personal data has been posted online in a hacking forum. Yes, I know. What's new, right? You haven't heard, you've heard me talk about hackers posting data for sale on the dark web and hacking sites before. What makes this one worrisome is that all this data has been posted and made available for free. So anyone from anywhere can access this data. If you or your kids have a Facebook or Instagram account, here's the data that hackers have. Your phone numbers, Facebook IDs, full names, locations, birth dates, bios, and in 99.5% of the cases, email addresses. Now, Facebook has put out a statement stating that this data is from a vulnerability that the company fixed in August of 2019 and that this is old news. Uh, okay, so I should I be less concerned? Ugh. These companies really burn me up. They are tech companies that are making billions of dollars. You would think that they could hire competent people to make sure that they aren't leaving ways into their network or checking their stuff for vulnerabilities. I mean, seriously. I can tell you that if you ever go into Facebook jail, it's about impossible to get back into your account. Unless, of course, you're a celebrity or influencer. No, seriously, have you ever been put in Facebook jail? That's where the powers that be have decided that you posted something that was unacceptable, or other Facebook users have reported your account, or your account looks like someone has hacked it and they shut it down and freeze your account. They're able to lock you out of your account forever and ever, but they can't keep the bad guys from getting in? Seriously. But... I digress. Now here's some additional interesting news that you won't find in the major news outlets about this. Facebook says it didn't notify the users in 2019 that their data had been sucked out by hackers. Wait for it because there are so many troves of user data that have already been taken from Facebook and other companies and it's already out in the world so we didn't think it was necessary. What? <laughs> that is horse pucky. Any other company in the world that said, hey, someone got into our system and grabbed your data, but we know other big companies have been hacked, so there's a good chance your data is already out in the wild, so we aren't going to mention it to you. 
Well, you know, they would be tarred and feathered in the news. They'd be sued and would most likely be out of business. Oh, but it's Facebook. Now, Facebook is trying to gaslight and deflect by saying this, and I quote, It is important to understand that malicious actors obtain this data not through hacking our systems, but by scraping it from our platform prior to September 2019. I know, English please. There are several ways hackers can get your data, besides sending phishing emails or having you click on bogus links. One of the ways is by finding a weakness in the system and using it to get your data. This would be like a burglar seeing that you left your car window down or a window in your house open. Another way is to break in or hack, which is still looking for a weakness to get in. Now this would be similar to leaving your car or house unlocked or they just bash in the, the weak window. What Facebook's doing is playing word semantics. That's it. It's still a break in or a hack any way you slice it. Yes, I know they've had other breaches. So has Target, Marriott, and the list just keeps going. One of the big differences here is that they have your phone numbers. Now, before social media and online shopping craze, your phone number was, well, just a phone number. But now your phone number and your kids' phone numbers are part of your digital life. With more companies requiring two-factor authentication, your phone number is very valuable to cyber criminals. Whether you want to believe this or like, like this or not, your kids' phone numbers are being linked to all of their data and being used to target ads, news, and feeds to them based on the back-end data that's linked to their phone number. So what can you do? Well, if you haven't changed your Facebook or Instagram password since last year, or like maybe ever, you should do that today. If your kids use either of these platforms, you should have them change their passwords today. In case you're wondering why I'm including Instagram, since the news only talks about the Facebook platform, well, it's because Facebook owns Instagram, and most people use the easy login feature connecting both of them. And anything else you have your Facebook account attached to that you use to automatically log in, yeah, you might want to change that too. So, if the bad guys got your data for one, they most likely have it for the other. Besides, it's always better to be safe than sorry. Another thing you can do is be very wary of emails asking for you to reset your Facebook password or anything that says it's coming from Facebook, especially if you did not request it. Make sure you hover over the links to see where it's coming from. And remember, again, if you didn't request that password reset email, it's bogus. Don't click the link. You'll also want to keep an eye on your account and your kid's account. A friend of mine just had her Facebook and Instagram accounts hacked last week, and the hackers were contacted. Um, they contacted her friends, asking them for quote-unquote help. Two of the friends, who didn't think to call her first, actually sent $300 a piece through Venmo to the bad guys posing as her. These were adults, guys. Can you imagine how easy it would be to trick your kids? Which leads me to the next thing you can do. Make sure you talk with your kids and remind them that they shouldn't send money to friends or people they connect with online without talking to you first because it could be a scam. Now, while we're talking about Facebook, 
a 15-year-old boy just committed suicide due to being blackmailed on Facebook. Yep, Facebook. This young man started talking with someone online who was pretending to be a young lady. As they got to know each other and built a trusting connection, if you will, she asked him to send nude photos, which he did. And that's when it all went sideways, as it normally does. The young lady wasn't really who she said she was. She was actually a he, and he demanded money from this young man. Now, this sick person told this young man that if he didn't pay up, he would release the photos and make sure that they ruined his life and his, his family's. This young man couldn't deal with the manipulation and the mind games, and he didn't have $4,000 laying around, so he did what he thought was his only option. He took his own life. Kids are immature. Kids are trusting, and I believe that kids should not have social media until they're 18 or not in high school. However, it's your kids. It's, it's your decision. But think about it, with all those hormones and everything else that goes on during those years, it's insane to believe that kids can act like adults on social media. And honestly, have you seen how some adults act on social media? It is not pretty. My heart breaks for his family, but especially for his mom. There are two things I want to cover on this. One, his parents were only able to find out why he took his own life because they had the password for his phone. This allowed the police to get in there and check things out. He also had his Facebook set up to auto-login, which I'm sure helped. Two, which I'm going to be honest, stinks, is that this family is probably 95% not ever going to get justice for their son. Why? Well, for one, the police have to submit a search warrant to Facebook to find out details on this criminal's account which to be honest, may be quick for the police, but Facebook itself moves like a snail. Remember Facebook jail we just talked about? Yeah, they're not quick about anything. I'm positive that when the young man didn't answer the blackmailers back, they knew the gig was up and they've more than likely shut down that account and they have vanished. The odds are pretty high that they've been running this scam on lots of kids and probably some adults, so they know how to cover their tracks using fake email addresses, VPNs to mask where they're at, and other tricks of the cybercrime trade. If you have kids using social media, make sure you have all of their passwords to everything, their phones, their iTunes, every social media and gaming account. And please check their social media accounts, know who they're talking to, and make sure they know that no matter what they do, whether it's embarrassing nude photos or saying something inappropriate that they shouldn't say, that they can come talk to you and that you'll still love them and it will be okay. That's the only way you're gonna win this battle. All right, I'm gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned for the next topic. Wouldn't it be great to stay up to date without being overwhelmed? It's possible and easy. Just sign up for our free cyber alert emails. We take the guesswork out of knowing what's going on with kids and technology. We provide the essentials that parents, grandparents, and adults working with children should know in today's digital world. Just visit yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio and sign up today. Welcome back. Let's start with a joke. What should you do after your Nintendo game ends in a tie? Ask for a Wii match. Get it? The Wii. 
Okay, I'll, I'll try to find some better ones. Well, I hope everyone had a great spring break, or if you're on spring break now, have a great time, hug your kids, make fun memories, and most of all, put down those phones, unless you're taking pictures, of course, and be present in the real world. A few things happened in the digital land that most of your kids live in last week that I just wasn't ready to cover, not on Easter Sunday. So let's get up to speed, shall we? TikTok is under fire, again, for promoting fat shaming with a new effect they've released called the Chubby Face Filter. Now we've talked about this before. It launched in the UK and there was backlash, but I guess they didn't learn their lesson. The filter fills out your cheeks and lets you see what you look like if you gain weight. TikTok videos show what your face looks like with the filter on, and then the user turns the filter off. Now, those girls who have slightly more round facial features will probably get a little upset if they apply this filter because it makes them look, well, really puffy. It can also cause young girls to think that they're fat and prompt some unsafe dieting. So parents, be on the lookout for this, for this filter and for any strange eating behavior. Hopefully TikTok will just pull this filter. Our next fun topic is about Clubhouse, the new social media uh, kid on the block. If you haven't heard about this or you're not on it, here's the rundown. This social media app is only audio chat and is only available for iPhone users as of right now. The Android version is said to be rolling out in the next month or so. Oh, and another thing is you can't just join like other social media platforms. Someone you know who's already on Clubhouse has to invite you. The easiest way to think of Clubhouse is to remember, if you're old enough, those phone chat lines from years ago where you could meet new people or find a date. It's sort of like that, but it's really being promoted as a professional hangout where you can hear audio interviews or listen and participate in industry conversations. Elon Musk has been on Clubhouse and he actually crashed the system. Now, other famous people have chimed in the platform as well, um, talking about music, art, cooking, business, and everything else in between that you can think of. From a parental perspective, I'll tell you there are no parental controls on the app, zero. And the founders do not intend to build any at this time because the app is not for kids. The age requirement is listed as 18, but just like all the other platforms, kids can lie and make up a birthday. But what they can't do easily is fake their phone number. You have to use a real phone number when you sign up. Clubhouse won't let you activate your account until they text you on the number you used and you verify with their link. The rooms or places where these discussions take place are all created by users on the platform and there are no official moderators. The moderator is the person hosting the room. The content is really geared towards adults. I would say that this app should be on the no-go list for your kids. All right, ready? Let's jump into some tech and culture. Ever heard that song, Old Town Road, by Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X? That video's been viewed over five billion times. Your kids have most likely seen it and can probably sing the words to that song by heart. Well, Little Nas X released a music video for his new song, Montanero, Call Me By Your Name. 
Now this song is about hooking up with another guy, and the music video depicts little Naz X getting kicked out of the Garden of Eden and being sentenced to hell, where he gives Satan a lap dance and then kills him to take his place. Yes, you heard all that correctly. Theater and shock factor rules the day in today's kids' digital world. The more shocking and in-your-face, especially towards those who are Christians and those who have some moral compass, well, the better it seems to do. If you're sitting there staring with a shock look on your face and shaking your head in disbelief, I get it. That was my initial reaction as well. And if you're like me and thinking, seriously? Let me tell you that this video has over 96 million views and that his single, the new single of that song, debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 because of the video. So if your kids listen to music at all, they've no doubt heard this new song. Now, if that's not crazy enough to help promote the video, Little Naz started the hashtag pole dance to hell challenge on TikTok for a chance to win $10,000. That hashtag alone has over 50 million views. I'm going to be honest, a quick search on the dark web, Reddit, and Pornhub pulls up a treasure trove of these videos. Most of young girls dressed in almost nothing, dancing, you guessed it, on a pole. But there's also a bunch of videos with young guys as well. So if your kids are on TikTok, they, they either have seen these videos or they're going to see them because this just keeps picking up more and more steam. Ah, but wait, there's more. Little Naz also partnered with the company Mischief to release 666 pairs of Satan shoes, selling for $1,018. And all but one pair of shoes was purchased and shipped. Yes, seriously. The Satan shoes are black Nikes adapted with satanic imagery. And each contains supposedly a real drop of human blood in the heel. Yep, real human blood. I would think that would be illegal, but hey, we now live in the digital twilight zone, so who knows? I will tell you that people have freaked out. Nike received massive backlash for their apparent endorsement of Satanism, and they sued Mischief for trademark infringement. Good for them. As of the 8th, Nike settled the lawsuit, having Mischief agree to refund all customers who purchased the shoes and they need to return the shoes. However, I don't think they're gonna return them. I just don't think that's gonna happen, especially since the shoes sold out in less than one minute, just from being advertised on social media to your kids. Now you may be thinking, Lisa, my kids aren't into Little Naz. Well, according to Little Naz, his core audience is kids, children, like as in kids under 13 years old. He's active in the Roblox community, and he's appeared on Sesame Street. He's written a kid's book, and he just dropped a video game called Twerk Hero for free. While it says it's for ages 18 and plus, anyone with an internet connection can play this game because it's a browser game and not an app. I tried this on various devices, and I was never asked to enter my age or verify that I was old enough to view this content. Now this game plays his newest song while an animated little Naz is dancing. I'll just say that um, the dancing is uh, interesting. 
So your kids get to see the objective is if they can make it through all of the quote unquote twerk levels. Now, whether you like it or not, or whether you agree or not, this 21 year old is a marketing genius. He's used this strategy to make some huge bank and to capture the hearts and minds of today's young kids. As a parent, if you don't know what's going on in your kid's life and the culture, you're not gonna keep their heart, their trust, or their respect. And the real problem, Little Naz and the other culture leaders like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, they're not gonna be there to help your kids when their videos are on Pornhub or Porn Reddit because they're imitating their heroes, what they see people in the culture do today. These people don't give a damn about your kids or what happens to them. The more you can talk to your kids about what's going on in their world and the less dependent you let them be on social media and the fake online world, the better your relationship will be and the better off they will be. Look, I'm not saying it's easy to do this. I know I have four kids and it's challenging but it's worth the investment. Your kids are worth the time and investment. And they're not always gonna agree. They're not always gonna like the things that you say to them. They're not always gonna like the the rules that you might impose. But when they get older, they're gonna appreciate that and they're honestly gonna be grateful. I have a son who is 21, he'll be 22. And he's grateful for the things that I did. Now, he wasn't always excited when he was younger, but now he's glad that we imposed rules with technology. So again, if you've got younger kids, I implore you, don't just be worried about, you know, putting passwords on and making sure you're keeping them safe that way. You've also got to be engaged in the culture because the culture is where you will lose every single time. Well, that's going to wrap up another show. And until next week, remember, parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult, but You can do this. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free Cyber Alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.